Thanks for joining us at Warehouse Church. We would love for you to stay connected, and a great way for you to do that is to simply subscribe to this podcast. You can also stay connected throughout the week by checking out our website, warehousechurch.com, or by visiting our Facebook or Instagram pages. From wherever you are listening, we hope that you are encouraged by this week's message. How's everyone doing this morning? And I hope you guys are excited to be here this morning. I know I am. I am fired up this morning. Um, We are just so excited that you chose to be here this morning, whether you're here in person or watching online. Thank you guys for choosing to worship with us today. Um, I don't know if you guys have been here the past few weeks or know about this series that we're going through, talking about staying connected to God, staying connected to our relationship with Him, and staying connected to our church through our busy summer schedule, right? Like, this is just so important. I've just been so encouraged and challenged these past few weeks. If you guys were here last week or you were watching online, man, you got to hear... Woo! You got to hear Pastor Johnny bring some heat, right? Like, if you guys were here, like, wow. Like, I mean, this man, like, Pastor Johnny just, like, basically breathes passion. Like, when you see him at home, like, you know, I get to see him, like, every other day or something. Like, like he has passion just, like, doing the laundry. Like, he just gets excited. He's like, woohoo! Spin cycle, right? Hot, cold. Like, he's just, he's just passionate about everything. It's pretty funny to see. But, man, he just got me fired up. I was excited. Like, I mean, Johnny can, like, talk to me about, like, the most boring thing on this planet. And I'd be like, yeah, this is so interesting. Like, this is incredible, right? Like, he could, like, talk to me about, like, the Dallas Cowboys or something, and I'd be interested in that. Just kidding. I still want to be interested in it. But, hey, guys, I, I'm just excited to continue this series we're going through right now. Um, today, I kind of want to talk about staying connected to God. But more so, I kind of want us to take it to that next level, and I want to talk about upgrading our relationship with God. Right, And I want to talk about how the basis and the foundation of our relationship with him should be our love for him. Right? And that's why I chose that song this morning. Right? All you need is love by the Beatles. I love the Beatles, definitely my top two favorite bands. But I feel like that just hits it right on the head. All you need is love. Right? And that, that needs to be what our relationship with God is all about. But if you have your Bible, we're going to be going through a passage. Um, if you have your YouVersion app, if you don't know what YouVersion is, I want to strongly recommend you download it as we're going through this service this morning. It's an incredible app. You can have the Bible with you 24-7, because when do we not have our phone on us 24-7? But we're going to be looking in the book of John, chapter 21, verses 15 through 17. And to kind of give you some context of where we're at with this, this passage right here, right? This is after Jesus died for our sins, after he was crucified on the cross for us, because his love for us is that great. Right? This is after the fact. This is after when Jesus is having breakfast and having a meal with his disciples. Right? And he's having this conversation with Peter. And this is what it says. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time, right, like you're seeing this repetition now, right, like he keeps on saying this. The third time, Jesus asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Now Peter was hurt. He's like, all right, now I know he's questioning me, right? So I can just kind of picture this conversation they're having, right? Like Peter the first time is probably like, Jesus, yeah, you know I love you, come on. The second time he's probably like, well, maybe he didn't hear me, right? Like maybe I got to be a little louder. But now this third time, Peter's hurt. Right? He's like, all right, now it's getting intense. Now he's getting a little passionate about it. And he says, do you love me? Peter says, Jesus, you know all things. You know that I love you. 
Jesus said, feed my sheep. And I love this because actually when you, when you think about this and you, you kind of try to understand why did Jesus ask Peter this three times? Why did he ask Peter three times, do you love me? The same question. But when you actually backtrack in the story a little bit and backtrack before Jesus was crucified, before he died on the cross for us, when Jesus was on trial, Peter was approached three times and said, hey, don't you affiliate with this man? Aren't you one of his disciples? Aren't you one of his followers? And all three times, if you know the story, he denied Jesus. And now we see Jesus now rose from the dead, defeated death, and now asking Peter three times, do you love me? You know, when you actually look at this verse and these, these verses in its original Greek translation, there's different meanings of the word love, right? So when Jesus said, Peter, do you love me? The word for love he actually used there was agape, right? And this word actually translates to mean intense, passionate, unconditional, sacrificial love. That's what he was asking Peter, do you love me like this? Now Peter's response, Jesus, you know that I love you. That love was phileo. That's what the word that was used there for love. Now, if you kind of understand what that means, phileo, like Philadelphia, philanthropist, right? I, I got to represent my hometown, all right? Right? But you know what that means, city of brotherly love, right? That's what that means, brotherly love or like a friendship kind of love. Jesus was trying to get Peter to get to that next level in his relationship with him. Yeah, I know you love, I, you love me like a brother, like a friend, but I want you to love me sacrificially, unconditionally, because I got a plan for your life. I got a purpose for you. Peter, you're going to be the rock on which I build my church. Like, and God has a plan for you. God wants us to level up and upgrade in our relationship with him and not just be like a brother or a friendship kind of love, but to upgrade and say, Lord, I want a sacrificial love for you. How, how many of you, I feel like this is one of the most popular books around. It's been around for a while. Have ever heard of, read this book, or heard of this in general, The Five Love Languages? Yeah. Right, like that's a super popular book. I remember me and Katie read it right before we got married. Uh, we've read it uh, with a ton of couples before just because I know this book is just so important and it's so good with like relationships. Like, I mean, like I, I, it's just, if you haven't read it before, it kind of just talks about how we can express our love to other people because we all receive love in different ways. And it goes through these five love languages. And it even says like we tend to give love the same way we'd like to receive it. And I agree with that. I think that's really good. But these five love languages are, I'm going to go through these really quick, are acts of service. And that could be a lot of different things. That could be, you know, my wife is awesome. And she does a lot for our family. She is so incredible. That could be just as simply me coming home from work and saying, man, I'm going to cut that lawn for her this morning because, or this afternoon because I know it's getting crazy high, right? Or it could be me doing the dishes or coming home doing the laundry, putting the laundry away. That's a big thing in our family. It's not who does the laundry, it's who put the laundry away because... I don't know if you guys have the same thing. I hate putting laundry away. <laughs> but it's just true. <laughs> but that's acts of service, loving my wife through serving her and doing some things that would, she would appreciate. Next one is physical touch. I'll just leave that one. No, I'm just kidding. No, physical touch can actually be a lot of different things. Like, it could just be as simple as me going up to my wife and just giving her a hug and just letting her know that I love her, that I'm comforting her, that she is protected and loved right, holding her hand as we're walking down the street or something, or, you know, it, it could be a lot of different things, giving her a foot massage because she's had a long day, right, like that's, that's expressing love to a lot of different people. The third one is gift giving, 
if you know me, this is at the bottom of the barrel. I am like the worst gift receiver on this planet. And I get it from my dad. It's just the truth. Like, my favorite birthday will be if everyone forgets my birthday and I don't get a gift because I'm so awkward when I get a gift. Is anyone, like, is anyone like that? Yeah, thank you, Jack. Like, I am just like, like if someone gives me a gift, I'm like, give me a receipt because I want to pay you back. I feel guilty. Here's your, like, here's your delivery tip. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just feel guilty about the whole thing. I'm just, if you give me a gift, I promise you we're going to have an awkward conversation. Like, it's just not going to, it's just weird. But, like, that's a love language for a lot of people. Like, that could just be me getting my wife some flowers, you know, one day just, just because. Not because it's a special occasion, just because. I love her, right? Or that could be me getting Johnny a pair of shoes, because that's Johnny's love language, buying him a pair of shoes. Like, we all know that. He's got those, what are those called, foam runners? I can't even, can't get into that right now. But that's a love language for a lot of people. And there's the fourth one, which is quality time. Now, I think this one is super important in our relationships. Spending quality time. That could be me just, you know, getting home from work early, Friday night, putting my baby, putting Bowie, you know, with my parents and just saying, we're going we're gonna to do a date night, right? We're going to go have fun. We're going to spend some quality time together. Or it could be as simple as just putting your phone down during dinner and saying, I'm going to put distractions aside. I'm going to be present with my family at that moment and be with them, Right? Quality time is so important. That's a great way to share our love with people. And the last one is, the fifth one, words of affirmation. Katie, I love you. I appreciate everything you do for us. You're an incredible mom and wife. I mean, you were just holding down the fort and keeping our family together. I appreciate everything you do. Words of affirmation. And you know what's funny? Katie, I'm telling you, this is not a lie. Like, Katie says this probably once a week. She's like, I cannot figure out your love language. Because I don't even know if I have, like, I'm... I'm telling you, I'm a hard person to love. It's just true. But the other day, last week, Katie came into the house so excited with, like, the biggest smile on her face. And she's like, hey, I got you a present. And, in my, I, and I, like, I was just like, oh, come on. How much did you? I was like, I don't want a present. Like, I don't want a gift. She's like, just chill, relax, stop. It costs less than a dollar. And I'm like, best gift already. I already love it. Best gift you ever gave me. Right? And this gift, she actually got me a little keychain harmonica. And I'm telling you, that thing is the coolest thing. And that is, this is why it's like really hard to love me, because I think that's one of the best presents I've gotten in a long time. I love that thing. I'm trying to be like going pro with that. I don't know if there's even like a pro uh, harmonicist. I don't, is that right? I don't, we're going with it, all right? But I love that gift. But the greatest gift Katie ever got me, I think the greatest gift I've ever gotten was actually years ago when me and Katie were dating. And she got me, like, four mixed CDs. Remember when you used to do that for, like, people, right? But Katie's, you know, she's all creative and artsy and whatnot, all that junk. And, and she's like, so creative with it. She, like, drew on them and, and labeled them and all this stuff. And I remember one, one was labeled Coldplay. And I basically just threw that one in the trash. I was like, I don't care about Coldplay. Oh, all right, we got Coldplay people here. My bad. I know another one was labeled, like, our vacation playlist, right? It was all these fun songs from where, like, road tripping somewhere, or doing something in the future or whatnot. Um, another one was labeled cool beans because we used to say cool beans a lot. We thought it was cool to say that. We thought it was cool beans to say that, right? Like, I don't know why, but we had like all these like weird, that was like our, the CD with like all these weird songs that we would listen to on repeat. Like that was our, that was the CD we would put in and we just knew every word to every song, right? And how many of you like, I, I might be alone in this, but like how many people like when your song comes on the radio in the car, like, the first thing you do, you're, like, rolling up your windows, and you're getting ready to, like, scream your lungs out. 
because you know every word, and you're going to scream it out like, like me and Katie. Like, so we had this song in here, and this is embarrassing, but I'm saying it anyway. I don't care. Um, it was the Aladdin soundtrack, right? And I've, I've, never li- I've never watched Aladdin to this point, but I was like, that was a pretty good song. I liked it. I got really into it. And we, after re- listening to it over and over again, we knew all the words. And we got, like, I mean, I'm telling you, this one time, it, it came on. And I remember it was actually number four on the CD. Like, that's how much I remember this. It was number four on the list. And it came on. And me and Katie didn't even have to say any words to each other. We were, like, telepathically, we were like, you ready? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Ready? And we're sitting at this red light. And ready, I'm ready to sing. And at the same time, that first, like, word comes through. I'm sitting at a red light. I press on the gas, not even realize I'm, like, singing. I'm just, like... Stepped on the gas pedal and went through this like major intersection. And I'm like, I didn't even realize what I did because I was so into it. I was like, I don't know. And Kelsey Hadrick's in the back. She'll tell you. She's like, you just blew through a red light. Like, we almost died because of your stinking Aladdin CD. <laughs> but like, like, these were like my favorite gifts. I remember the other one was like these love songs, right? Like, I think it was just called Love Songs or something. And this actually had that Beatles song on there, All You Need Is Love. That was another reason I chose this song. But I told her, you know, the re- I told her, like, just the other day, like, did you know this was my favorite gift I ever got, that you ever got me? And she's like, no, why is that your favorite gift? Like, I've given you, like, we've had so many better things, like, come up before, before and after them. And I was like, I don't know, they're just, like, fun memories that are attached to them. And, you know, I just, I just, I just always enjoyed that. But it's funny, because, you know, Katie's just like, it's so confusing, like, on sh- how to show me love. It's just very hard sometimes. But I don't know, I'm very thankful to serve a God that's not hard to love. Right, we can love God through these love languages. And that's what I want us to look at this, at this morning. I want us to look back at these love languages and be able to use these love languages to show our love to God and express our love to him and take it to that next level. Because I think too many times in our relationship with him, we tend to like brush him aside and put him in the friend zone, if you know what I mean. Like, hey, you know what? God, I'm right here, man, I'm on fire, let's do this, I want to get involved and do this and that. And all of a sudden you get distracted by something else, and you're like, all right, I'll come back to this because I got this going on, and my summer schedule's busy, man, I am, I'm traveling, I'm doing something, right? I got to take a break, right? We can't be taking a break from God, we can't put God in the friend zone and, and come to him one minute, and then squirrel, right, next minute, and you're like, run away, and you come back and forth. Like, we can't be putting God in the friend zone and just base our relationship off convenience or base it around our schedule that we have. We need to base our relationship with God around our love for God. So I want us to look back at these love languages now. I want to go back over them, but I want to talk about how we can express our love to God through these. So let's look at these five love languages of God. So the first one we talked about, acts of service. Can I tell you something? If you call Warehouse Church your home, your family, your church this morning, get involved. Start serving. We say this also all the time. Pastor Johnny talked about this last week. Get out of the boat. Take that step of faith. Get involved. God's got a purpose and a plan for your life. Start now. Get involved. Man, if you love listening to Pastor Johnny speak last week, can I tell you something? You can start serving at youth group. You can hear him preach like that every single week. Right? Like, start doing it. If you can drive a car, you could serve at youth group. Like, that's it right now. I feel like I just sounded like the movie Dodgeball. If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. That's not the best reference for church. I'm at my bad. It just, it just came to my head. But like, get involved in youth group. Johnny's got, there's so many kids over there. People want to hear about Jesus. And what they need is a ride to get there. Johnny can't take 50 kids in his car and just get to church. 
Like, let's help them out. That's your plug for today, all right? I hope you appreciate it. You owe me a double steak burrito from uh, Chipotle now. So I've been craving that for a while. But start getting involved. Man, like, if you feel like, man, I, I have a passion, I, I love kids. Get involved in the kids' ministry. If you're like, man, I love welcoming people. I'm a very warm, welcoming person. Get involved in the greeting team. Right? There are so many ways for us to get involved. If you're like, man, I love community and pouring into people and growing with people, get involved in a life group. Man, our life groups are on fire right now. Get involved in a life group. Maybe God's called you to lead a life group, right? Take that next step. Start loving God through our acts of service. Next one is gift giving. Right? Pastor Ed talked about this a little while ago. Right? Talking about being faithful and generous with the resources God has given us. Right? And this is so, so important. This really is. And this verse, every time this comes up in my life, I always think about this verse in 1 Chronicles. And it says, but who am I? Who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Everything comes from you. I want you to hear this. Everything comes from you. And we have given you only what comes from your hand. There's a lot in that verse. You know, when you think about it, this is King David praying this prayer to God, a man after God's own heart, right? Humbling himself, saying, who am I? I'm no one. Who are my people? You know, that came from Egypt, came from bondage and slavery. Like, who are we that we get to and that we're able to be this generous? Because at the time, they're getting ready to build the temple for God, right? Like, they're, like, celebrating the fact, like, we get to be this generous, Right, like, I want to have that kind of faith. I want to have that kind of joy in my giving. And I love what it says here at the end. Everything comes from you. We have only given you what comes from your hand. And I think that's something we need to remember. That everything we have is already his. He's just called us to be good stewards of it, to manage it well, to be faithful and generous with what he has given us. Gift giving is so big. Stay faithful in your giving especially during these summer months and this summer, just stay faithful. The third one, quality time. Like I said, in our personal relationships, this is important. This is a super important in our relationship with God. Are we setting time aside with, to focus on our relationship with him? Are we more just kind of like squeezing him into our schedule, right? Like, oh, I might have a little time here. You know, maybe next week I could do this or something. Can I tell you? We should never just be squeezing God into our busy schedule, we should be squeezing our busy schedule into our relationship with God so that everything we're doing, everything that's revolving around our work, like if we're traveling, we're on vacation, all that stuff is good. But we can't just let that be the priority in our life. Our relationship with God needs to be the priority in our life. And everything stems from that. Spend quality time with God. Get into a reading plan. Start reading your Bible, praying more often. Make it a priority in your life. The fourth one is words of affirmation. If you are here a couple months ago, I actually kind of talked about prayer, talked about our communication with God and how important it is. But I talked about how, you know, a lot of times our prayer life and our communication with God can be so redundant and repetitive and robotic that it starts being less relational. You know what I mean by that? Like, do you ever feel like you just get caught in this loop in your prayer life? Like, God, please forgive me for this. I know I'm struggling in this area, but bless me in this. Lord, Next day comes around. Lord, please forgive me in this area. I know I struggled with it yesterday. I'm trying to work on it. I struggled again today, right? Lord, bless me in this area. Lord, forgive me again. Lord, bless me, right? Like, do you ever feel like you're praying the same prayer over and over again? 
But how many times have we just set time aside to talk with God and just thank him? You know, it says in the Bible, it says in Matthew 6, 6, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you openly. This is coming from God's word. Like, we have to start taking this stuff literally. We need to start setting time aside and going into our room, setting all distractions aside, turning the TV off. Maybe you're, you're driving to work. Turn the radio off and just have quiet time with God. But just thank him. Thank him for the blessings he's given you. Don't just be about taking. Like, we need to give that love back to God, too. Show our love to God through our words. Words of affirmation. The last one here, if you remember physical touch. Now, I know you're probably thinking, how are you going to do this one? Right? Like, how, we can't, like, physically touch God, right? Like, what are we going to do here? Right? But I want to share this verse with you, okay? In Matthew 25, 40, it says, The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these, brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Can I tell you how we love others? How you love on someone that, that walked into church this morning that you knew had a tough week, right? And they're just going through it. They're just in the valley right now. And you go up and you give them a hug and you say, hey, I love you. I'm here for you. Anything you need, I got your back. You're, also show, you're showing love to them, but you're also showing love to God through that. How you love on your wife, how you're setting that example. Your husband, you're setting an example to your kids and those people around you. Hugging on them, kissing them, doing all this stuff. You're also showing that love to God because you're leading that example in their life. You know what's cool? I love that our God is not like me, to where we don't have to be like, all right, which, you know, which love language is he? God's all these, because God is love. He first loved us. He is love. But I think too many of us get content in where we are at with our relationship with God, right? Like we say, you know what, this is, I'm comfortable right here. You know, I can't commit any more of my time or my schedule. Like, you don't understand my summer schedule, right? Like, like, I know for a lot of us, man, work is picked up, right? Like, we're, we're going, we're traveling, we're visiting family we haven't seen in a while. We're going on vacations with our family. We're doing a lot of these things. And, but we can't just be like, put God aside and say, you know what, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to my relationship with God when it's convenient for me. That word convenience is dangerous in any kind of relationship, especially when we're talking about our relationship with God. Don't base your relationship on God on convenience. Make it a priority in your life. Can I tell you, don't let your relationship with God be like a hot pocket. No, you don't know what I mean by that? Who here has had a hot pocket before? Right? Everybody, all right? This is the only thing, I know this is the only illustration I could think of, because I couldn't think of anything else that was both hot and cold. All right? Some people are getting it now. All right? You put that hot pocket in the microwave for the suggested two and a half minutes. That is what it tells you on the box. That is what it should be for a perfect temperature, but it's not. And you know what I'm talking about. You take that first bite in the hot pocket, your mouth is bleeding from the mouth, like how hot it is, right? Like the top of your mouth is just torched, right? And then you, you forget about that, right? You're like, oh, it'll be fine. I can do it again. Take that second bite and it's ice cold, right? Like what? I'm telling you, I'm still harboring some issues with hot pockets, but God doesn't want a relationship like that. I tell you, God doesn't want our relationship with him to be hot and cold. And, you know, one minute we're right here, and we're walking with God, we're doing our stuff, right? And next minute we get distracted because we, we tend to, like, 
set our priorities on other earthly things and we say, well, my priority right now is work. I got to get this promotion or my priority is, is this or this and I got to do this. I got to go on vacation. I got to do this, right? But God has always got to be the center of our life. He's got to be the priority in our life. Don't let your relationship with God be this hot and cold relationship. Like how many of our relationships in our, in our life here are healthy that you know are hot and cold like that? Like, if we want to walk closer to God, if we want to upgrade our relationship with him and upgrade our love for him, don't just let it be based off convenience and, and, you know, be hot one minute, cold another minute with him. If we want to upgrade our relationship with God, we need to start walking daily with him. Not just when it's convenient, but daily start walking with him. Because I'm telling you, we can talk about, like, let's take this next step, just like what Johnny was talking about. Get out of that boat. Take that next step, right? We could say we want to do it, but then Monday rolls around and things, we get distracted, right? Next week rolls around, we say the same thing. Weeks go by, months go by, years go by, right? We never take that step. We never upgrade our relationship with him. We just stay stagnant. If we want to grow in our relationship with him and our love for him, we need to start daily walking with him. I want to ask you this question. And I want you to answer it honestly, inside your heart, not not out loud or anything like that. This is between you and God. But I want you to be honest about it. If you could have heaven with no sickness, if you could have heaven with all the friends you've ever loved, your family is there, every leisure activity you've ever enjoyed, you can enjoy there, the greatest natural beauties you've ever experienced or wanted to experience is right there with you. The best food you've ever tasted is your meal every single day. There's no human conflict. There's no anger. There's no natural disasters. If that was your heaven, would you be satisfied if Christ wasn't there? If you had all these things, if you had everything you've ever loved, everyone you ever loved is there, could you be happy with that if Jesus wasn't there? Be honest with yourself. Be honest with God. I'll be honest with you. I mean, for the majority of my life, I would say, yeah. I would say, yeah, I would be happy with that. Because I think too many times our relationship with God and our love for God isn't so much about our love for Him, but about the love of the assurances that come along with the relationship with Him. Like, man, it's easy to love God's forgiveness. It's easy to love God's grace and God's mercy that He pours out on us. It's easy to love the blessings that He gives in our lives, right? That's easy to love. But do we love Him? Do we have a relationship with Him this morning. Be honest with yourself. Is your relationship with God true this morning? Is it based on your love for him? Does I tell you something? Man, his love for us is just so unconditional, so sacrificial, and he set that example for us. He sent his son to die for you. He loves us that much. God wants us to upgrade our relationship with him. 
to get out of that kind of friendship kind of love and to get into that agape kind of love, that unconditional, sacrificial, intense kind of love for him. Because he has a love for us greater than we can ever imagine. You know, it says in, in Revelation, Revelation chapter 3, I think it is, that Jesus is writing to the church in Sardis. And this is what he tells them. He says, you have a reputation. You have a reputation of being alive, but I know that inside you're dead. And then the next verse goes on to say these next two words. Wake up. Man, that's pretty hard to hear sometimes. Like, I mean, if you have a relationship with God this morning, you have a reputation with God. How people perceive you, how you act in front of them, how you, how you act in front of your family, how you love on other people, right? what you're posting on Facebook, because I guess that's like the most important thing now, right? Instagram or TikTok, I, I can't even keep up. But can I tell you something? God's not worried what's on the outside. God wants your heart. God's worried about what's on the inside. He wants a relationship with you. When we see God face to face, that reputation gets thrown aside. It's about your relationship with him. Do we truly love God this morning? If we do, we're not going to let our relationship with him be this one-way street where we just take and we ask and we take all these things. But what are we doing in return? Are we expressing these five love languages to God? Are we expressing any of them to God? Are we just kind of walking along and just saying, you know, I got these things going on, man. I got a busy schedule this month. I'll get to it when I get to it. Or is God the priority in your life? I mean, when you think about it, when you start comparing your relationship with God to the relationships you have here in your life, does it even compare? I mean, like, we all have people in our lives that we have that kind of love for, right? Like I'm telling you, my wife and my little boy, there's not a thing on this earth, there's not anything you can come up with, right, that I, I just, my love for them is so deep, I would do anything for them. Right? I would die for them, I would do anything for them to make sure that they are safe, protected, and taken care of. And we all have people in our life that we feel the same about, right? We feel the same about God. Do we have that? passionate, sacrificial love for him like he's asking us to have. There's nothing I want to do for my family, but we need to start saying the same thing about our relationship with God. Let's start upgrading our relationship with him. Start expressing our love to God on a daily basis. Not just when it's convenient. Hey, if that's you this morning, if you're like, man, I feel like I need to upgrade in this area. Or maybe, maybe you're feeling like, man, I, I want to have this relationship with God. I, I know that he loves me. I know that he sent his son to die for me, that his love for me is so great. I want to have hope in him this morning. I want to encourage you, if you guys would, if you would just bow your heads and close your eyes for a moment. If that's you this morning, if you're just like, man, I want to start a relationship with God. I want to experience his love, but I want to give I want to express that love to him back too. If that's you this morning, I just want to ask you to pray this prayer with me. You don't have to say it out loud. Say it in your heart. God can hear you. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me even though I know I'm a sinner. I know I've made mistakes, Lord. 
I, I believe that you sent your son to die for me, to die for my sins, just so that I can have a relationship with you. That's how great your love is. Lord, please come into my heart. Lord, save me, change me, help me to live for you daily. And if that's you this morning, thank God, affirm him. And if that's you, I'm not going to call you out, I'm not going to embarrass you, but I want to celebrate with you. I want to celebrate the decision you made. So I want to ask you if you decided to step into a relationship with Jesus this morning. I want to ask you boldly, confidently, courage in your heart, excitement in your heart. Just lift your hand up really quick. You can lift it up and put it down. That's awesome. I see you. That's awesome. Maybe you're here and you're thinking, wow, I don't know if my, my relationship with Jesus is really where I want it to be. Maybe you're like, I know I need to step up in these areas. Maybe you're thinking, man, my love for God is really like, I'm just fitting him into my schedule. I'm not basing my schedule around him. I'm setting my priorities in the wrong direction. If that's you this morning, you're like, man, I wanna level up. I wanna upgrade my relationship with God today. I don't wanna walk out of here and just get distracted by life and say, yeah, I'll get to it maybe next week. Next Sunday, I'll make another commitment, right? Make that commitment now. You're not making it to me. You're not making it to anyone around you. Don't worry about what's happening around you. This is between you and God. If that's you this morning, I wanna ask you confidently, boldly, make that decision, that commitment before God that I wanna upgrade my love and my relationship with God. I know that's me this morning. If that's anyone else, I just wanna ask you to raise your hand. I just wanna celebrate and pray for you. Lord, we love you so much. Lord, help us to have such a strong relationship with you based off our love for you, Lord, because your love for us is so great and you express that to us every single day. We need to be doing the same. Lord, give us opportunities to love on you more, to love on others around us more. Help us to start taking steps in this area, start serving at church and being faithful in our giving and, and just loving our family more and just doing all these things that you've called us to do, Lord. Help us to make this a priority for our lives. Lord, thank you for the lives that gave their life to you this morning that started a relationship with you. Thank you for those that made a commitment to draw closer to you, Lord. I know I'm going to start drawing closer to you. i got to take steps too. Lord, but help us stay committed to this. Not to walk out of here and be like, yeah, I'll put it aside for now because, you know, I'll come back to it when I'm ready. Lord, help us just to have this engraved on our heart how important our relationship with is with you. Lord, thank you for our church. Thank you for the opportunity we have to serve and to grow here. Lord, we ask you to just bless the leadership here. Just allow us to have an awesome, awesome summer and just to see lives change because of you. We love you so much, Lord, and it's in your name we pray. Amen.